0: Hi, welcome to season two of the Purpose Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Kari Hurd. I'm dubbing this season, Single Mom Truths, and we're going to be breaking the status quo and heading in a whole new direction. Join me and my extraordinary guests, some new and some returning, for open and uncensored conversations about all the things. We'll share stories and experiences that'll change your old mindset, stir your spirit, and light a fire inside. It's my mission to inspire all moms to stop surrendering to their old stories about what life should look like and start creating a life that lights them the fuck up. So if you're ready to live your life by your rules, let's go.
1: Hey, you guys, welcome back. I am here again. I got another repeat guest this week. We are here with Karina Sawada. She was here way back during the middle of season one, and we talked all things single mom, and so with this season two reboot, I thought it would be perfect to bring her back, so welcome back, dear.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so
0: excited.
1: And I think since you've been on last, we've both made some, some, some shifts, I can speak English, some shifts in our focus. So tell the listeners, what are you doing now? What's your focus? What's going on in your world?
2: Yeah, so I am still very much working with women post-toxic relationship, helping them come back to themselves, right? But in really kind of bringing in this feminine essence of really getting back into your body, tuning into who you are, really tapping into your feminine and opening up your heart center So we can heal these and actually allow somebody to come in and truly love us. Also really, you know, connecting to our bodies and really bringing that in. Um, But healing a lot of those, those wounds, working on forgiveness, really figuring out who you are, what are your, you know, what are your triggers? What are your beliefs that are stopping you from finding love? Like, let's heal those things. So we can really, truly open yourself up to receiving love. Because I think one of my biggest takeaways is an unsurrendered woman attracts an unsurrendered man. So if you're attracting an unsurrendered man, are you still Mm -hmm. unsurrendered? So how can we unsurrender you? And that's a big, big piece of the work I do is making sure you are completely surrendered and completely open to love so we can attract in a man who is just as willing to give you the love that you're looking for. So that's the work I do.
1: I love that. I love that so much. It's like what you were doing before, but next level. I love it. Yeah, it it is. It's kind of a little,
2: yeah, a little next level. It's so good. So I'm excited. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Well, and that's kind of actually, so one of the, you and I were chatting, one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight was kind of the same, under the same idea of like, we wanted to bring back, for those of you that missed the episode way back in season one we did a three-part series and one of the parts was on dating as a single mom and so we wanted to sort of bring that back but bring that to that next level and kind of add that layer kind of that you're talking about um uh, and then we were also talking about that whole idea because i know i certainly have where you're as a single mom you're so. Worried about if you're gonna find us or right, and so you jump into a relationship, and it might not even be a toxic one. Like the relationship that I was in for 11 years was fine; it wasn't toxic. It just ended up not working out. But you, like, I got so scared that I was never gonna find somebody else that good enough was good enough. Yeah. Um, and that's we. So we were just gonna kind of riff on that. So, uh, what were you? You had some thoughts on that, though. what were you gonna say about that?
2: Yeah, I do. So first, I mean, what I really teach my women is we don't settle, right? Like we do not settle, but we also need to know who we're looking for. So I think like as single moms, we've probably a lot of us have been through the ringer. Like I know I've been through the ringer. I know you were through the ringer, whatever our situation is, like there was some sort of deep hurt there. And now you're a single mom and that just adds a whole nother layer of pain. Now you have to literally even if the dad's not in their life, like you still have to hold on to that. There's still some mm-hmm. sort of something there. There's some sort of relationship, some sort of
1: mm-hmm.
2: bond that you have with this person who, even if it ended cordially, like they're, they're still there, right? Like there's still pain there and you're doing everything alone. Now, my situation, I was a single mom from the very beginning and I know you weren't.
1: Um, no, but they were pretty little.
2: We're still little,
1: mm-hmm. right.
2: Right. And I think too, if you, like being a single mom is hard. And I know for me, like, I'm like, God, I wish I didn't have to do this all by myself. Mm -hmm. Like I really, you know, how nice it would be to have somebody to help me. And so people then will get into relationships and settle because it's like, Oh, well they accept me. They accept my children. This, this is incredible, like, I'm, I'm going to bring them on without really even realizing what you're doing, without even realizing that maybe this relationship doesn't serve your highest good, but it's comfortable, and you have help, and they love you, and they love your child, and if it's not for your highest good, like, I promise you, you will find somebody, and so yeah. I just kind of want to preface with that is it's so easy to it's so easy to just fall into something when you meet that first person who accepts you but we don't we don't have to do that
1: no and i think like if you're really tapping into your yourself and listening to your feminine energy and listening to your gut like i been around for 11 years but i think i knew from day one that i shouldn't have you know like Mm -hmm. there's always something inside telling you and like i said the relationship that I was in was not bad at all. We, you know, we were great companions. We were wonderful friends. We enjoyed each other's company. We just weren't meant to be a family. You know, it wasn't a relationship that I should have been in. And I knew that. And when we're, I think when we're connected to our own self, we're more apt to actually listen to that gut instinct or that, you know, listen to our feminine energy around that.
2: I absolutely agree with that. And I also think too, like once we really reclaim our self-worth and once we are so in and say like, no, I know what I want. I know what I deserve. I know who I'm looking for. I'm not going to settle for less than that. I don't care if I'm single for 10 years. Like I am going to find my soulmate and that's it. Like that's it done because you are so tuned in. Like you've got this, it's not this, it's, it's different this, I don't need anybody energy is totally different than I'm waiting for the perfect person. I want to make that very
1: clear. Right. Yeah. And I think there's yes. so many women that get to that point too, where, and I think that comes out of a space of frustration and, you know, like just screw it. It's not worth it. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like that's a completely different beast.
2: Completely different energy. Right. Um yeah, and I don't even know where I was going with that. Now I completely Sorry. blacked out and lost the But yeah, reclaiming your self worth—it really yeah. comes back to you and putting in the work on you and putting yourself first and healing whatever wounds you need to heal, so you can really truly come back to you and say, "I know what I bring to the table. I know who I am, and I know what I'm not set. Like I know what I want. Right. And I deserve and
1: I, it. Yes. And I think. A piece that a lot of women fall into is this need of, I need a father figure in my kid's life. You can't do it for them, period, period, because they're going to see right through it. It's not going to turn into what you want it to turn into. Like it, you have to 100% do it because you're aligned to do it and you're called to do it and, you know, you're, it's in your bones to do that. And
2: I also think like, if it's not a significant other who can be that positive role model in their life,
1: it doesn't have to be a significant other. It
2: doesn't have to be like, I know somebody like this guy just went on a date with last night. Like he didn't grow up with a dad and his grandpa was his father figure and he is so close to his grandpa and he showed him the ropes. Like that was his father figure in his life. And that's just as beautiful. Like the relationship he has with his grandpa is it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it totally does not have to be. I know, like, for me, my grandpa was a huge role model for me. You don't, it doesn't have to be somebody in your home. It doesn't have to be your spouse or partner or whomever. Anybody can fill that role. So don't, please don't fall into that trap, right? Yeah, no. Yep. Um, you have, because you, you talked earlier about, like, knowing what you're looking for. And so you have, I think, a link on your Instagram, yes? To yes. Tell
2: us yes. What that is. yes. So I am a big proponent of knowing who the heck you're looking for when you start mm-hmm. dating. So, but a big piece of this is really figuring out who you are first. So an exercise that i like to take that I went through that I put all my clients through that's on my Instagram. So I want you to go there at Karina underscore unleashed the link in my bio. It's a free soulmate guide um, and it walks you through this, but it really starts with getting clear on what your values are. Like what are some of your biggest values, right? Like what are your Mm. belief systems and about controversial, controversial (laughs) things like politics, right? What are your Mm. beliefs on politics? What are your beliefs on parenting? What are Mm. your beliefs on the school system, religion, um, what are your values with religion? What are your values? You know, what do you, do you believe in spirituality? Do you believe, do you believe in God? Like, do you, who, who are you? What are you, what are your core, core values? How do you live your life? And what qualities do you really like? What top five qualities do you really want to live your life as? And maybe you're not fully embodying them now, but what are those qualities? You're like, God, if I was my highest version of myself, mm-hmm. how would I show up? And what qualities would I have? And really being okay with that. And my soulmate guide will walk you through a ton of questions and I'll ask you and go through so many different areas, um, to really get clear on that and really who you are. And it's okay if these things change. I know my beliefs and stuff have changed over Mm -hmm. time as as I've gotten more educated or as I've gotten more open-minded, I've become a, a lot of my things have changed, um, But then it's really going to be important to think, okay, so if these are my biggest values, these are my biggest beliefs, these are my biggest qualities, what values do I require be in alignment with my soulmate? Like if my soulmate, right, like
0: if you are. Right,
1: well, I was going to say because you've got to figure out like where you're willing to have those compromises and where you're not.
0: Yep. And that's
1: where really knowing yourself comes into play. I think it's huge. And I think that's what I didn't know in my last relationship, like, Looking back, I can tell you there were, you know, I can tell you all the core values that we did not have in common and which ones were deal breakers for me that had I really known myself going in would have been red flags right from the beginning, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, and that's exactly what this guy does too. It's like, okay, these are the values that I have that I require be in alignment with me. These are the beliefs that I require be in alignment with me. Interests. Like, okay, I'm so big into music. Like he needs to have the same kind of music style as me. Right. Yeah. And then it'll be like, okay, what would be really nice to have, but aren't essential? Like what would be like added yeah. bonuses? And then what are you just open to fluidity on? Like, I really don't care if we are both into gardening. Like, I really <laughs> don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it'll, it, it'll really help you walk through that. And so then you enter in the dating world and you're like, oh my God, like you believe in that? Nope, nope, nope. Can't do it. Like we totally clash. Mm-hmm. um, Or vice versa. And you're like, okay, they literally fit every single one of my criteria. Like I am going to explore this. Or okay, like oh. I know that he fits these two areas. I'm actually going to explore this and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, It's so fun to do that too. And then you'll start to see that there's so many people that you attract that come into your life that you're like, Whoa, like how do all of these people now all of a sudden meet my requirements? It's the coolest thing. And then you get to choose. Like you literally get to
1: choose. Well, it's because you're calling it in, right? You're telling the universe, you're, you're getting clarity. And I talk, I talk to my clients all the time about this. Like step one in anything is clarity period. I don't care. I don't care what journey. I don't care if it's a dating journey, a spiritual journey, a, career paths or I don't care what it is you need absolute clarity on what it is and who you are and so once you have that it's like you're announcing to the universe like okay I'm clear here's what I want I'm calling it in and yeah then like you said then it's just like they're freaking like you know termites coming out of the woodwork like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: everywhere and it's funny how quickly you can start to gauge um ones that you wouldn't want necessarily like like you can pick up on that right away too, I think. You know, I haven't I have not done your guide yet, but I'm going to because I need to, because I need to like get myself out there. I've been super like I don't know why. Dating just hasn't been on my radar. It hasn't been a thing, and I've been but I I need to get out there. So I haven't done it. However, I do know that I've done a lot of that. I do want to get out there. I do want to. Okay. Um I've done a lot of that inner work on myself and kind of inadvertently gotten some clarity on a lot of these things. And it is funny what you notice and what you don't notice, and like, oop, I want nothing to do with that, <laughs> or like, you know, pick it all up. So mm-hmm.
0: Yep,
2: you can pick up on it really fast. And I also one thing I want to point out is like if you were in a toxic relationship, there was so much excitement, there was so much like so much like your bond with that toxic person was so tight that when you do find somebody who's secure, it's going to feel boring AF. Like it is going to feel boring. It's going to feel boring. It's going to feel boring. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Like I cannot express this enough. Give it time. Um, when, if you, if they meet everything on your criteria, like, I mean, if you're literally just like bored to death, you're like, I can't even like really have a conversation with this person. Okay. That's a different story. But like, if you get along, if you, um, they meet out your criteria and you're like, there's literally no reason except like, I don't feel the insane sparks. Like I felt when I was with this toxic partner, you have to give it time. And that's something I have to tell myself and remind myself every single day. Like you have to give it time.
1: Right. Because don't you think that there's this part where it's an old story and old belief about like, there's supposed to be that like that rub or that weird energy like it's almost like we get sort of I don't want not addictive not the right word that's like way too big of a word but like we like start to believe that there has to be that kind of energy because we've lived it for so long Mm
0: -hmm. right
1: like we lived in that whether we knew it was toxic or not we lived in that high intense energy for so long but then when we're not in it like you're saying it does it feels boring but it's because it's just we're wired to think that that's what it's supposed to be like
2: yep yep and i also think we think as a society there has to be like this instantaneous love at first sight and it's automatically like i don't know how much i believe in that i'm sure it happens for some people but i think everybody's journey is different um Mm -hmm. but just just give a 10
1: yeah yeah
2: but also don't settle but give a 10
1: right (laughs) Um, so I've actually talked to a couple of single moms. I want to get your opinion on this. Dating apps. Like, do you think that you get a good read on someone through them? Do you not? Do you use them? Do you not? Um, and not that we're here to like plug them, but I get, actually, I've had a few moms message me like, are you on any dating apps? And I'm like, I I mean, yeah, I'm on a couple, but like. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Yeah. So I'm not against them. I'm also not for them. I think there's positives and negatives to both. Um, I have been on quite a few dating apps. I've met Mm -hmm. quite a few amazing men on dating apps, Um, dated some for a few months, but it's also, if you're on dating apps, you need to really make sure that you're not putting a bunch of energy into somebody you've never met because Mm -hmm. you can have, you can have so much chemistry over text and then you meet them in person and you're like, well, okay. Like that was not what I expected. Um, so do not put all of your energy into somebody that you were dating and that you have not met in person. Mm -hmm. Like you just can't, um, and be okay with dating more than one person because you just, you just don't know. Um, I, I also do think that there is a huge benefit to meeting somebody in person you already get a feel for their energy you already know that there's an attraction there you already know that that there's some some reason that you two were attracted to each other um, I think it's absolutely beautiful I think it adds a whole nother level of of like okay like let's actually see where this happens instead of yeah. having twenty seven thousand options i'm kind of using quotations yeah yeah I feel like there's so many options online yeah, but, yeah um
1: well and that's what i tell people all the time like when i you know my family's always like you should get out like my sister was like let me i'll pay for your match subscription and i'm like no I, because i i mean i even before i became a coach and really got in tune with my energy and all of that kind of thing I very much am attracted to a person's energy, period. And so for me, that's so hard to read in a picture and a profile. And, a, you know, that's so hard to read. You can't tell. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I agree 110% that, like, there's something to be said for that in-person feeling their energy, you know, and just kind of getting a read on them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun, too. <laughs> <gasps>
1: So where, because I know a lot of the moms listening, when do you have time? I know, so I know your son goes and hangs with his dad. You guys have a pretty set schedule.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know a lot of the moms, I was one of them a long time ago before the girls were old enough. And I think this is where I kind of fell into that sort of rut and that, like, I just let myself where it was like, when they were little, I legitimately didn't really make time for it because it was really challenging to make time for it. And now I just don't how do you make time for it what kind of priority do you put on it how do you work that in like logistically
2: yeah um that's a good question so now it's easier for me because we do have split custody but when Mm -hmm. my son was little i had him all but every other weekend um and i would ask for sitters like if i -hmm. was super interested in somebody i would say like hey like okay i can meet you a week from now but it has to be on this day because Mm -hmm. that's when i can get a sitter and so like If I'm going to be dating somebody, I'm very open that I have a child. Like, I'm not going to try to hide that because if you're going to leave, please leave now. Like, please leave now. Don't let me waste my time.
1: Uh, Right, because I don't have time to waste.
2: Yes. Yes, I'm very open about that. But I would, like, I would say, like, okay, let me see what I can do. I would always say, let me see what I could do for, like, next weekend or whatever. And then I would text my mom or i text my out and i'd say like hey are you available to watch kaden at all these yeah. days and they'd be like yes or no like okay i could watch him for a few hours friday and then i'd be like hey like i have a sitter for friday would that work for you yeah. i'd be free for a few hours like whatever um but then i was also very made sure that like i knew like to go on a second date right like who they yeah. are i got to i I was able to read people very, very fast.
1: Yeah, very. Yeah. very, very I am too. I'm pretty intuitive that way.
2: Mm-hmm. So I would like I would legitimately ask for babysitters, and I made the time because if it was something I wanted to do, right, I was going to do it.
1: Yeah, and it falls. It's so funny. I was I just recorded an episode um, about fitting in. The gist is this: it drives me crazy how much we throw around the term self care. In terms mm-hmm. of like you know we just we kind of trivialize it so much now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like this can definitely be a piece of genuine self care, right? You're taking time to actually care for yourself, a piece of your human need yeah. to have that interaction and with it's somebody. it's and it's
2: pleasure, like right? There's nothing wrong with that. And honest to God, if you have your children that much. Yeah. I don't want to be with you all that time either. Like they need a break from you. Right. This is, and if, right. even if it's not your soulmate and even if you go on five dates with this person and it ends up fizzling, like you, the likelihood of the, you having fun is high. Like you had fun. Right. You enjoyed yourself. You got out of the house. You got dolled up. You had an excuse to do your makeup and do your hair and look pretty. Like right. that feels so good.
0: Yeah. It feels I, so
2: good. And it's, it's a good ego booster too.
1: It is. <laughs> and we've got to get out of this cycle of the guilt like there is no reason to feel guilty about that no. Zero. and I've never felt guilty
2: even about saying mom like I need to go grocery shopping can you please 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 watch my son so I can just get this done or like I'm literally going insane like I just need you to take him like I've never felt guilty for it ever
1: yeah that's great yeah
2: and I think that's what's kept my sanity being a single mom for all these years yeah I'm a huge proponent for it
1: right well and I can say I was not great at it so I'm also a huge proponent of it because I know what happens on the <laughs> other end of it like I would cram everything into the weekends that they went to their dad so like my social so it was like Friday night was social night and Saturday was groceries and Sunday was cleaning and then and they then were home and then I was like
2: like, again, yes. like I'm still going crazy
1: right and then they would get home on Sunday and they'd be like fuck I'm so tired like I didn't get any rest so,
2: and then it's repeat all over again.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then it's go for another like week and a half. And then here's where I think the genuine guilt sets in. If you're not taking that time for yourself, I would, by like the Tuesday or Wednesday of the week that they were supposed to go, I was like wishing them out of the house. And then I felt even more guilty because I was like, you know, like, oh my God, I'm wishing my babies away. But it was like, I, so to take that time even when you have them to just be, and like you said, enjoy pleasure and have fun and just be a woman. Like so many moms, I don't care if you're a single mom or a married mom. So many moms lose that so easily. And it's like, that is our birthright to enjoy that. So. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: Oh, crazy, crazy. So you went on a second date last night.
2: I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. We well, came over and we cooked dinner.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. See, that can be fun too, right? Like, it doesn't always have to be a big deal. If you're tired, stay home and do that. Yeah. And that's so good. Curbage.
2: Like it was fun.
1: <gasps> See, I want to find somebody who'll play cribbage.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, I in person.
1: Like, yeah, I see, was right. So you got the energy. hmm Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. sorry.
1: Um. Um. Yeah. So you've met him in person. Yeah. Felt his energy. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. I'll keep you all posted.
1: <laughs> right. I know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Um. What else was I gonna? Add? There was another question I was gonna ask you. So for, it's all about getting your clarity on yourself, clarity that you want to mm-hmm. In my opinion, the next step is to not only do you have to do the inner work to get clarity on what you want, you have to get clarity on, like you were saying, what you're willing to compromise on and you have to. Really work on your stories and fears so that you can stay strong in that. Because that's kind of where you and I had started. That's what I was going to do. I was going to look back around. We had started this conversation with that idea of I'm jumping into this relationship. It's fine, right? Like I said, the one I was in was fine. It was good enough. So I'm going to overlook the things that aren't good enough, right? Because, like, I told myself for years, I was like, well, at least he's not there like the things that were wrong with their dad my relationship, well, at least it's better than that. Like mm-hmm. that was my standard. It was better than that. It was pretty shitty. So like the bar's not too high if that's the standard, mm-hmm. right? So, and you deserve so much more and your kids deserve so much more than fine.
2: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I do think a lot of this is, it is. It's exactly that. Like what are your stories about men? What are your beliefs about men? What are your beliefs about yourself? What are your beliefs about marriage? What are your beliefs about relationships? What are your mm-hmm. beliefs about single moms? What are your beliefs about men who date single moms? What are your beliefs about? Um, like all of these things, like what are your fears around dating? What wounds do you have? What were your relationship examples like growing up? What do your family tell you about dating and love and relationships and marriage? And what were you taught and really digging into all of these things? And then if you're finding that you're like, oh my God, like I have this belief that everybody leaves and no wonder why nobody's staying because I'm pushing them all away because nobody stays.
1: Right.
2: So then where does that come from? Like what part of little you needs to be healed? how can we reframe these relationships? Like does everybody leave or do you have people in your life who have been around forever that really, truly love you? And right. if somebody left, why did they leave? Like, was there literally a justification behind it? Did they want to leave? Like there's all of these things that go into it and that's all part of softening and being able to open your heart is once we really heal these wounds and we heal and we reframe these fears and we, you know, reprogram these subconscious beliefs and, we we can then open ourselves up and we can stop these patterns. I really think too, dating for me, there was a lot of healing in my dating. Um, Dating for me was, it it gave me, I had so many lessons dating. I had so many like, oh my God, I didn't know I had this belief, but I just had these same three situations happen back to back. So like, there's probably something there. So I should dig into that. Or like, why am I attracting all these men who want nothing to do with my son? Like, what is going on? And it's because Mm -hmm. I believed that no man would love me as a single mom. Like I truly believe that. And I really had to fucking work hard at that. Like, I really had to work hard on that. And the day I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Like I met somebody who was a single dad and he had like helped raise another woman, like another man's child. And then like, it was like, Oh my God, there are men out there like that. Or like my dad is an example. It's like, Karina, how stupid is this? Like you have a father who adopted you, who loves you, who never made you feel any worse. So like, why would you think that there's not a man out there? Who's not, Like sometimes your beliefs are the biggest bullshit things ever. It's just your ego (laughs) talking and your fear and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah.
1: You're like, right.
2: Like you don't really start to realize a lot of those things until you do start dating. And then it's like, Oh, so it's a journey. And it's not to say that someone you're going to meet somebody tomorrow. It's very fucking possible. But like, I love
1: that though. I never thought of that actually, like to use it as a journey towards your healing. I'd never thought of it that way.
2: Been my biggest healing. Um, I love modality that modality to date. Yep. I
1: love that so much because I know I have stories about it that that I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and then you, you know can be proud story. of yourself. Like I'm so when I allow myself to love, even if I get just ripped with my
1: to shirt. Sure yeah. Accept, yeah. Yeah.
2: I was able to love like. I was able to open up. I was able to love them fully. Like this was not me this time. Like I did not do anything. And you know what? I was able to walk away because I know what I deserve, and I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah. But then you have to forgive as well. So it's 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 a beautiful lesson of saying like, "Damn, I'm going to pat you on the back, girlfriend. Like, good job. Right. Like, good job." <laughs>
1: I had an interesting conversation in another interview with Emily Turner where we were talking about forgiveness and she started talking about how you also have to forgive yourself Yep. and apologize to them for, and she said, even if you can't do it to their face, you know, if you have to write them a letter or whatever, apologize to them for the villainous role that they had to play in your life. Like, cause that was their destiny, right? To play this and I, we'll put villain in air quotes cause they're not all villains. But, but you know, that, whether that relationship worked out or not, that person had a role in your, you know and you have to apologize to them for that. And I was like, holy shit, how powerful is that? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and I was Very like. Very powerful.
1: So sometimes like you, you talked about ego, sometimes it's getting over our ego and that sometimes relationships don't work, not for us, but the other person had something to learn or some growing or like we're part of their journey just as much as they're part of ours. And so letting go of the fact that it's always about you is huge. huge. Like, so.
2: We're not any more special.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> like. Right. Yeah. I mean, great. Right. Yeah. It's,
2: so I love that. Yeah,
1: that's so powerful. Any other thoughts for us tonight, dear?
2: We jam-packed a lot into a short We did.
1: I know. <laughs> that's Emily and I did too. And I'm so, like, the listeners are probably getting sick of me talking about this, but I'm so pumped for just having this new, like, laid-back conversational style because we get so much goodness in every single episode. I'm just, it's awesome because we just talk. No agenda. Yeah.
2: Just talk. I love it. And the, yeah. be, you know, the best things come out. I know. Right. I would just say really get clear on who you are and mm-hmm. really work through your shit. Like really, really, really work through your shit. I,
1: yes.
2: that's it. It's so big. It's it so is. big. Forgiveness, heal no shame like that it's really gonna start there and go download my it's free it's literally free figure out who you're looking for um yeah it's gonna be so so important
1: i'm gonna go download it when i get off the call here
0: um
1: okay so you mentioned instagram is that where people can find you do you have anything coming up that you want us to share what do you got where can people find you other than instagram
2: So Instagram, definitely at Karina underscore unleashed. I yep. hang out there. Um, I also do have a podcast, the deep breaths and f-bombs podcast. You can go tune in there. Yes. Um, I also did, I just did a podcast episode on how to handle taboo topics that come up in the early stages of dating. So it was a
1: really fun. Love that.
0: Yes,
2: yes. That was a very, very fun podcast episode for me to record. And it was actually inspired by a date. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and really, I'm just gonna kind of give you a little teaser. Like, be yeah. you, be you. Right. Um, don't try to pretend to have a belief that you don't. Like, if we'll it comes come back out, and bite your be ass, honest,
1: ass every right. time. Like,
2: yeah, and then that's really every worth like knowing what your beliefs are and what their beliefs are and their values are. Like, I require yeah. somebody who's open minded. So, if I'm talking about my spirituality and they're like, "What the this? Yeah, what? Right. Like, sorry, it's not gonna work."
1: Right, and the thing is, you don't have to believe it,
2: but, but you got to be,
1: gotta open be to it. yeah, open to the fact that I do. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. yep. For yep. sure. I know.
2: So, yeah. So go listen to that. That was a lot of fun. Um. So that. much goodness. So you can follow me there. I okay. also do have one-on-one spots available. Um. Okay. So you can, if you're interested, or if you, you know. Yeah. Be- my energy definitely shoot me a dm over on instagram yeah. we can get a consultation call booked um, say so i'm open for one-on-one spots that's all i really have going on right now um uh, okay. i am going to be doing two hour intensives are as you? well
1: nice.
2: um so this is going to be something that like if you are wanting to do an intensive with me we have to have a set topic because it's yep. only two hours right so you have to, like i really want to work with you on this um, and i'll <laughs> kind of give you some questions to fill out beforehand um, just so I can get a really good reading on you but if you're interested in that you can definitely send that on over as well so that's kind of what I've love got right it. now
1: love it yeah. love it well thank you dear for being on again it's always so fun to just sit and chat I just love that I have filled my circle with my energy with all these other single mamas because there's just yeah. it's so fun so good so, thank you so much
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's seriously such an honor.
1: Oh, I love
0: it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard and you're feeling compelled, I would be so honored if you would leave a five-star rating and share this episode. If you share it on social media, you can tag me at KariHerd. I am sending you all the love and good vibes, and I will see you in the next episode.